Hey, how you guys doing? This is producer from Brothers Comics. Welcome to um, our RIP podcast for um, Scott Hall, Razor Ramon, the Diamond Stud, however you want to look at it. Uh, as we talk about the pillars of geekdom and nerddom here at Brothers Comics, there's always comic books, there's comic book movies, there's RPGs. One of those pillars is professional wrestling. We all grew up on it. We may have taken some time away from it while we were growing up, but we always kind of came back to it. And Scott Hall was a big part of that on the line tonight. Um, it's Big Hoss, man. What's happening? Hey, what's up? Yeah, uh, this kind of came out of nowhere. Uh, you know, there was reports a couple of weeks ago or so that Scott Hall had broke his hip. He had fallen and broken his hip and he had gone in for, you know, hip replacement or hip surgery or something that in fact and I guess in the process of that had some complications in that surgery. The report is that he had three heart attacks while he was there and you know he was you know essentially brain dead and you know they had to wait for his family to get there. You know it's kind of played out on social media with Kevin Nash and you know he died um a, a couple of days ago. So we're gonna kind of look back at some of his career highlights in relation to his career and in ourselves with Scott Hall, uh, has been a part of our wrestling lives, you know, for a pretty good piece there. I mean, kind of in and out for, for a couple of us, but, um, yeah, we're going to look back at that then. So kind of, um, Hutch, where, where are you with the Scott Hall stuff? You know, um, you know, are you, are you in on him when he's raising Ramon? Are you in on him from before? Cause I was in on him before he was raising Ramon. All right. So. Let's go back. Um, so I I remember him and Kurt Hanning being in AWA together. Yes, and they were uh, feuding with were they they were the the Briscoes the Briscoes or who were they fighting or maybe the Freebirds or somebody. Anyway, I remember back then, back in those days, and they cut a video <laughs> like the Super Bowl Shuffle. Back in eighty, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. Rem- and That's I remember, rock, uh, right, some, yeah, something <laughs> like that, and and yeah. Scott Hall back in the day he was what six, 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 seven, or he gets taller every year or every day now. Anyway, yeah, they cut that video, and back in the day, Scott Hall looked like, uh, uh shit, Bob Ross. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's what I remember him yeah. looking like when he was in the AWA. Mm. But he, I mean, but he, I mean, he was a really taller, bigger version of, I'm gonna say, Magnum TA or something. Yeah, that's yeah. And, and 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 Bob Ross. Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, for for older wrestling fans, um, t- uh, give me back the share for older wrestling fans, um. There was wrestling on ESPN, you know, when they were trying to be a 24 hour sports network, um, there was wrestling on, you know, along with a lot of, um, Australian rules football. The AWA was on, (laughs) and and professional, the AWA was on, uh, 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 ESPN at not exactly the greatest hours in the world, uh, Mm -hmm. but it was on, you know, I remember him actually before we get to that. He was Magnum Scott Hall. You know, if we talk yeah. about the, you know, if you're looking on YouTube on the, in the after mags, you know, Pro Wrestling Illustrated, uh, those books, you know, he was essentially doing a Magnum TA gimmick. 
You know, he had been in the NWA before kind of Magnum got there. He's obviously a big dude, kind of looked like Tom Selleck. Once Magnum took the Magnum TA gimmick, he, you know, the AWA was really just a bunch of ripoffs. You know, they had the Rockers and then they had Magnum Scott Hall, Big Scott Hall or whatever. But I remember him there. And then, like you said, yeah, I remember them feuding, him and Kurt Henning being a tag team and feuding. I'm not sure, quite remember sure. I don't think it was the Briscoes. But I do remember them feuding. I do remember that Wrestle Rock video um, mm. <laughs> because of its awfulness. Uh, and then them, you know, kind of going and becoming the AWA World Tag Team Champions before Kurt Henning jumps to the WWF. So, yeah, I, I do remember that. And I have, you know, a couple of pictures of them up, you know, as the Tag Team Champions there. You see it on YouTube. Uh, but, yeah, it, it's. Yeah, I remember him from them, mostly because I was like, man, he's just ripping off freaking Magnum TA's gimmick here. You know, Magnum Scott Hall. <laughs> uh, yeah, because they, they did this look awful alike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, they did. Or they went yeah. the same route. Yeah, and so, you know, like I said, he was in the NWA from before. He leaves, goes to AWA, <laughs> comes back to the uh, uh, NWA, and it really doesn't work out. You know, there again, they give him, you know, a pretty shitty gimmick, which was the diamond stud uh, gimmick, you know, and at that point, and I'll pull this picture up, man, he was even bigger then. Like, if you can believe it, he was managed by Diamond Dallas Page. You know, if you're on YouTube, you can see it. He had the diamond stud gimmick. Uh, You know, he was just like, you know, kind of trying to find his way, really, you know, as a professional wrestler. And he just wasn't there yet, you know. He just, you know, couldn't find that gimmick or that spot. For it, him it was the AWA's fault. Well, I think. Come on, I think you know wrestling. I mean, as much wrestling podcast as we listen to now, like it's just really gimmick and opportunity, man. You know, you just got to be in the right place at the right time and get the right push, you know, from the right promoter. And WCW at that time was, you know, kind of a shit show. You know, they really weren't sure what they were doing at that point in time, especially after Turner bought it. You know, they just really weren't, uh, you know, bought the NWA. They really weren't, you know, quite sure what they wanted to be. They were trying to be WWE or WWF light. And so you had all these goofy, you know, kind of sports entertainment gimmicks or whatever. And it just didn't really work out. And so he winds up leaving and going to the WWF. And he winds up getting a gimmick that... It's pretty terrible off the surface. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's pretty it's a, bad off the surface. Uh-huh. He gets the Razor Ramon gimmick. Uh, I mean, I remember watching this back in the day. And I, this is, I mean, let's do the math for the wrestling thing. All right. We always been wrestling fans when we were little kids growing up or whatever. NWA hit its super duper height. I would say in that 85 to 87 range where it was just super hot with the Horsemen, Rock and Roll Express, Midnight Express, Dusty, Magnum, Nikita. Like, that was like that was it. Like, that was the wrestling we watched. And we didn't really, you know, to, for lack of a better term, fuck with the WWF because it was all, you know, ice cream sandwiches and Hulk Hogan. Would that be fair? That's fair. Okay. So we didn't. So then, like, once we kind of got out of that, though, and we both matriculated to college or whatever, you know, that was one thing. We said this on different podcasts before. That was one thing I did not let people know when I went to college that I was a professional wrestling fan. Did you tell people you watched professional wrestling? 
I didn't tell people that I watched professional wrestling, but I played the crap out of video games that was wrestling. So yeah. <laughs> That's fine. We're gonna come back to the video game. I ain't tell nobody, not a damn soul. But when I was around other geeks, you know, like Brother Beavis and yourself and Sandman and all that, I would still watch professional wrestling. So when you turn on WWF at the time, because WCW was just straight trash in the early 90s, you know, you'd see this Razor Ramon gimmick, you know, hey, yo, the toothpick, uh, you know, it, 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 <laughs> he was like kind of that cool heel that would become a persona, you know, in the mid to late 90s. But he was that dude. And the biggest thing, uh, Hutch, he could can wrestle. As huge oh, as oh he yeah, was, right, right. He, right. He was, his work rate was beyond. Right. Oh, yeah. He could wrestle. And, you know, yeah, that, that no matter what his persona he was trying to purvey or portray, yeah, he could wrestle. Mm-hmm. And I, everybody that I spoke, or I spoke with, <laughs> everybody that, you know, in the business that we talk about for the most part, uh, acknowledge mm-hmm. that he could wrestle even at his size. He could do just about any move that he wanted to do, and he would. He he was a worker. He worked. Yeah, and his finisher was great. The oh, razor's yeah. edge is the a, a great edge. finisher. It is a great finisher, and you and and he made that. That was my move. I love them shit. <laughs> so we'll lead into the video games with that. So what video game is this that you're playing Razor Ramon and hitting Razor's Edge? That game, sir, I just pulled it off of my archive. I, out. I did pull it out. <laughs> it's WCW versus NWO. Oh, okay, well, we'll get to the NWO here in a minute. So I thought it was one of those early uh, Nintendo, early Nintendo games, I thought. What like that WW because at the video remember at the arcade you could play that WWF oh, you, you, video oh, I, game. You, right right and, at the arcade I was just donating quarters I don't ever get I, mean, I got past the second or third fight but yeah but right. yes uh yeah okay. we'll we'll come up to it man sure and where's them shits I just right. so yeah so he gets the WWE he's there he's a multiple time intercontinental champion. And then he's going to have this, what we would call a classic match. I just watched it the other day with the Goat Killer. Um, we're going we're to watch the highlights here of the of really of one of the first real ladder matches. You know, if you watch AEW now, I mean, they have ladder matches frequently. And it's really just a shit show. But this match was, you know, kind of an instant classic where he and, and Shawn Michaels, you know, kind of tear the house down in like a 20-some-odd minute match. We're not going to watch 20 minutes. We're going to watch the highlights on the YouTube. And, um, are we going to, I don't get us whatever. Yeah. Yeah. It probably will, but we're going to watch the highlights here. So again, if you're on YouTube, you can watch along. We'll give our commentary here as we're going. I mean, Shawn Michaels, obviously one of the best workers in the business as well. Yeah. Even though nobody likes him. Oh. Yeah. <sighs> you know, and again, from modern wrestling, you know, the ladder's not exactly there's Diesel, by the way, Kevin Nash, which will come up here in a moment too. Right, they're right, they're inseparable. You know? The ladder's not like a prominent thing in this match. You know, it yeah. only comes really in near like closer to the finish. Right. Whereas most of these matches now, the the ladder oh. is always in there. Yeah. 
The ladder's the star. Right. This is WrestleMania 10. They're about to do WrestleMania 39, 30. by the way. Right, right. Jeez. Mm. Mm. <laughs> by the way, right, Razor's the... Uh, the heel? He's oh. the uh, baby face. And oh, look oh. at his ass. Oh, whoa. That's a lot of something. Mm. Razor Ramon's the, the hero in this? The he- the he- yeah, the, he's the baby, the baby face, face in this match. What? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Man, this is so. This is twenty something, twenty nine years ago. Um, thirty years ago, almost. And, and it does say, well, it does say WWF. So, yeah. And wow. Oh, damn. I mean, this. I mean, this is a classic match. If you go have Peacock or the WWE Network, and you mm. can go back and watch it. Ooh, that's a massive super kick. Yeah. Pile driver. He got and he got that mofo up. <laughs> I mean, he's huge. You don't see how huge he is because he's always standing next to Kevin Nash. But and and God, Kevin Nash is huge. I just saw a picture of them two standing to each other. I'm like, Kevin Nash is uh, like a foot or two over him. Or not a foot, but at least right. three or four inches over him. Damn. And, uh, I mean, so that was that match. And again, it was a huge deal. Oh, man, let me. Stop this. Hold on. You went a little too far. Um, Cancel. I'm going to close this out. Sorry. Sorry, folks. Um, So, yeah, there's that. And then, you know, kind of leading into that, we're talking about Kevin Nash and Shawn Michaels, you know, and then we're going to add a couple of other dudes to this known as the click, you know, with Kevin Nash. Scott Hall, Shawn Michaels, and then Shawn Waltman, a.k.a. the one, two, three kid. And they are essentially going to rule the roost in the WWF um, for years, uh, pissing off every other wrestler (laughs) that is there, Um, you know, kind of taking uh, their spots, shit canning like the people that are behind them. Um, There was a it was a moment there where, you know, it's in the WWE or WCW, but like, you know, they, 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 you know, played the la locker room politics yeah. uh, to the best of their ability to get themselves all pushed to the top of the card. And this is a downtime in the wrestling business. However, um, right. you know, WWF's not making any money. WCW's floundering like crazy or whatever. And, you know, there's a time there once Eric Bischoff takes over WCW, you know, he's given out what were called guaranteed contracts, which were unheard of in wrestling at the time. Uh, you know, they all worked on downside guarantees. Well, if you do this, you get this amount of money, but they were giving away, you know, guaranteed contracts. Guaranteed. And so Scott Hall, you know, decides to um, leave. You know, he asked Vince if he could match the money. Vince couldn't do it. And so he winds up signing his deal with WCW. You know, soon followed by Kevin Nash. And the beginnings of that is going to get us to the NWO. Now, 
I'm back in the wrestling game at this particular point. Are you back in the wrestling game? I this is like ninety. I, I, this is ninety six, ninety five, ninety six. I'm not back yeah. in. I'm not back in until Hogan turns. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, and, and, and I'm, that's I'm coming. In. Yeah. Yeah, I'm in, and so on. Nitro, you know, when Nitro becomes a thing. You know, and I the one night I turned it on is when Luger comes back. You know, at this point in time, Raw is taped. Luger's on the show on Raw at the same time that he's showing up live on freaking Nitro. I was like, what in the world is going on here? And, you know, Nitro become Nitro become a thing. Like, I, I, I don't understand. Like, people that don't weren't there don't understand how Nitro became a thing. And it built over time. Don't get me wrong. But that was appointment viewing like there was never appointment viewing before. For Monday and, Nitro, and hot like, it was going. Yeah, it was. I mean, it was like, oh my god, Monday Nitro. And so as they're going along, before these dudes get there, before Nash and Hall get there, you know, it was kind of building that momentum. But then one night in Augusta, you know, give me back the share. One night in Augusta, Georgia, this happens. Scott Hall shows up. Right. And again, you have to understand this is essentially not pre-internet, but definitely pre-smart fans in Hmm. wrestling that knew everything that was happening. Like, so this dude showing up on TV is like, yo, is this dude, is this an invasion? Is Razor Ramon here to like from WWE? Like nobody knew. And it was just like the biggest shit ever. Shit, everybody got their head turned. Yeah, I mean, this is a huge deal. Mm-hmm. And it is an evasion. <laughs> yeah, but you, but you didn't know. You didn't know if this was right. real. You didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Well, I whatever. I wouldn't. His transformation to from where he was to this, like I said, is one of the mm-hmm. biggest transformations in the in the quote unquote entertainment industry. I yeah. him with Steve Austin. Um, who I had a list too. Um. I would not. Let's see. Steve Austin was a big change. Uh, mm-hmm. The The Rock, from where he what he was to what he ended up being. I mean, and it 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 it, it definitely helped out his character and his career. And like I said, now of course the mm-hmm. Razor Ramon might be a little uh, racist, but whatever. He he was not born in mm-hmm. in South America. Yeah, he was born in Maryland. I, I mean, this, this, I mean, this was a huge deal, you know. I mean, I mean, you know, me and Brother Beavers were watching this, you know, and you know, probably hanging out in wrestling chat rooms trying to talk about it, mm. you know. And I mean, it was just shocking. Like it was shocking, like that when he showed up. Mm. So. 
And he was good on the mic, too. I mean. Oh, no. He was great on the mic. He could talk. He could wrestle. I mean, there was nothing that Scott Hall couldn't do other than maybe stay out of trouble. Right. Yeah. yeah. I listened to podcasts from, uh, you know, Eric Bischoff and other people, because we're really at the 25th anniversary of a lot of this stuff happening with NWO, you know. He came in with a reputation, you know, of being, you know, a backstage politician, you know, and that was something that Bischoff was a little bit wary about. He was bringing in essentially, you know, two fifths of the clique, uh, you know, into their locker room. You know, how are they going to get along with everybody else there? You know, but he had this gimmick in mind with this NWO and who's going to be the third man. You know, this is not Hogan's podcast and fuck him, by the way, anyway. And, you know. But Hall and Nash were the originators of this. They became the outsiders. They came in. They wrestled, you know, as a tag team for such a long time. They became mm-hmm. the WCW tag team champions. You know, they fought against the Steiners and Harlem Heat and Lex and the Giant and Lex and Sting. Like, I mean, this was built up to be this thing. It was these guys coming from up north, coming down to WCW, as he said, mm-hmm. you know, and then they essentially perfected along with Steve Austin the cool heel. You right. weren't supposed to be cheering for them, but, but you, you couldn't did. help but cheer for them. You did, right. And they all hated Goldberg, too. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's fine. But, yeah. I mean, you couldn't help but cheer for them. And, you know, so they go through, they become the NWO, and then it goes through all the phases, you know, of when I mean, we talked about before, starting angles, but then not being able to finish them. Right. You know, as the NWO, and then they break up, and you got the wolf pack, and you get them back yeah. together. But the longer he's there, you know, his demons, you know. Uh, drinking. <laughs> the Did de- he have a, he have a yeah. drinking problem? Uh, no, I think he was pills, was the somas, the sleeping pills, uh, and alcohol together. Not a good combination. Right. You know, so he, he gets suspended. He comes back. You know, like it's that, you know, kind of. And Kevin uh, Nash always used to miss his airplane to – to matches. Yeah, that just, was his problem. Yeah, it's the, the merry-go-round of things was going on with Scott Hall. But in that time frame, that's the game that you're talking about. WCW gets super hot under NWO. Yes, uh, so many, you know, wrestlers, you know, the 83 weeks that Bischoff is, you know, the Nitro beats Raw. And then these video games come out. There were two of them, I believe. And then this is the one that you were saying that you were playing uh, on, I think it was Super Nintendo? as Hutch has gotten up to go and find this game for the YouTubers. What game is it now? You're back on, Chief? I am. Yeah, I was trying to find these games. I don't know if you can see them. Okay. Damn, maybe. Yeah, it's kind of hard on the YouTube there. Yeah, but it's yeah. WCW versus the NWO. It's Super, Super I got, Nintendo yeah. or Nintendo 64? Nintendo 64. Yeah, 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 so I I played the sh- I, 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 I still had them even almost 30 years later. But yes, yeah, so, <laughs> yeah. But yes, yeah, so I used to play the crap out of them games. Yeah, crap. I mean, he's one of the favorite characters on there. 
uh, to be able to get that razor's edge and get his power and his, his finisher on there. Uh, like I, I had that as well. I don't uh, think I had a Nintendo though, so it had to be made for uh, uh, PlayStation, right? Play, yeah, I think they made for the PlayStation too. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, you know, on Nitro, he, you know, every interview, hey yo, right. survey says, <laughs> you know, chalk another one up. For the good guys, boom, right. toothpick. You know, I mean, he had everything. You mm-hmm. know, he's a great wrestler. You know, internet stories or podcast stories tell you that he came up with the Sting Crow gimmick. You know, that was his idea. He gave that to Sting, you know, to be, you know, the crow. And, you know, how successful that was to Sting. Because he's still doing it. He's right. He's still, right. He's still milking you know? them shit. Like, I mean. And it, and it helps. It's, it's, this, I mean, exactly, you know, helped reinvent him. Obviously, he and Nash reinvigorated Hogan and dragged us into Hogan for 10 more freaking years. Yeah. You know, there you go. We can see it now. Yeah. Um, like, I mean, there's that. But like I said, his demons kind of get the best of him. And, you know, he kind of filters and peters out in WCW there, you know, between suspensions and otherwise. And, you know, WCW gets sold to WWE. And then, like, a few years later. Now, at that point, I'm out. Like, when WCW gets bought by WWEF, I'm out. You know, right. I'm obviously a loyal NWA WCW person. I wasn't going to watch Vince's product. It didn't matter at that time. Did you? When did you get out? Or, you know, you got back in when NWO started. Right. But did, did you get out once WCW was sold? For the most part, yeah. I, yeah, pretty much I was... Yeah, I was out about that mm-hmm. time. Um, yeah, everybody, it was old. God knows. Uh, what's that? Doink the Clown, all that bullshit. I was out. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, and so at that time, you know, and Vince, smartly or not smartly, you know, he doesn't buy all the WCW contracts because they're all guaranteed. And so he doesn't initially bring over Hall, Nash, Hogan, Goldberg. You know, only a couple of WCW people wind up making it over there. And so when they try to do the WCW invasion angle, it's not with the good WCW people. Flair's not there. Like, it's just a mess. They're all having to wait out those contracts. And when finally those guarantees come back, you know, Vince does an angle where I'm not sure somebody else was the commissioner at the time. And he's like, I'm going to infect this uh <laughs> company with something and you know and i i remember watching it that night i don't know if i had read it on like uh it was going to come up on you know on one of the dirt sheets or whatever you know and he gets out of his chair when he spins around it's the nwo logo on a chair he's like, i'm gonna infect this place with you know a poison or something mm-hmm. so the nwo comes back hogan hall and nash and they're on ww i'm like all right well let me try this you know it worked once let me try it again and, you know, they put him into a feud instantly with um, Stone Cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he's there for a little bit. The demons come back or maybe they never went away. Um, and he's a little bit unreliable. So I think Stone Cold refused to work with him for something. And yeah. then he was on the plane ride from hell. If you saw Dark Side of the Ring um, this season and uh, he allegedly did not perform um, to standard. Yeah, he didn't do well on there, and he gets shit canned shortly after that, and that's a wrap for him in the WWF. That's it; like he's yeah. done. 
and he's not back. You know, he'll come back for the Hall of Fame or whatever later. But then at that point, you know, he's on the indie circuits and, you know, and then did you see that ESPN um, 30 for 30 about him? About Scott Hall? Yeah. I did not. I didn't know he had one. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. ESPN did this 30 for 30 about him where he was like way in the middle of his um, like addiction. You know, he was doing these independent shows. And, and if it wasn't a 30 for 30, it was something like that. One of those documentary shows. And I mean, he was at an indie show. He was beyond fucked up high. You know, and they had the cameras. Uh, uh, I mean, slurring words. I mean, he couldn't do anything. Um, and, you know, I mean, everybody thought, you know, when that was done, like, I mean, he was going to be dead. And this again, this is 25 years ago. Right. I or, you know, dead. maybe 20 years ago. And they're like, he's going to be dead. It's not going to matter. You know, and then, you know, I from from there, I think, you know, after seeing that WWF, did you know WWF pays for these people's rehab? I did not know they should. They do. Yeah, they do. And he had gone through a couple of times, obviously. And then they paid for it this time. It didn't work then either. And then he winds up getting hooked up with Diamond Dallas Page in this DDP yoga, yoga situation. Yeah. You know, he moves, you know, Scott Hall into his house in, you know, Metro Atlanta. Um, and you know, he winds up getting clean, you know, he winds up getting clean, gets his life back together. You know, he's been on the circuits of, you know, at that point in time, he was a little bit old, so he wasn't wrestling, but you know, all the signings and the shows and the list and the that, you know, he goes into the hall of fame as a, as a solo wrestler as raising remote. And then just last year, or maybe two years ago, he goes in as the NWO into the WWE hall of fame. You know, I mean, so he's a two-time Hall of Famer. Seemed to be, you know, kind of getting his life back on track. Um, And, you know, I hadn't heard anything bad or whatever. I see a bunch of shoot interviews or whatever with him on TV. But obviously he put his body through hell, hell physically through the ring and then whatever things he was doing to medicate whatever he was doing in the ring. And, you know. 63 years old and he passed away i mean uh, uh, when i saw the news i was like oh no that sucks really really bad because big fan and you know oh three heart attacks i was like oh shit this i mean i text you guys immediately i'm like if he dies that's going to necessitate a podcast because i mean we were all such big fans yeah Um, yeah yeah um he he is one of my favorite dudes um, and I, he will be, you know, when I do have my memories of wrestling, he's, he's in my, I guess my top 20 somewhere in yeah. there. And, uh, yeah, yeah I, I love Did he watching make the wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. Did he make the wrestling game? The card game we had? He had to be in there, but maybe he, we didn't yeah, know. Yeah, I think he was. I, he, Three priority dude. He was, he was, uh, Scott Hall was a four. He had to be a four. In 85? In 85. Well, yeah, if he had 85, he was, wasn't he still in AWA at that time? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, when you yeah, playing think, that, I that's 85, in, yeah, If he's 85, 86 in that time, if he's still AWA, yeah, he's probably a three-plus tag team and, mm. yeah, probably a three-single. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I mean, 
And and, and I miss and I miss Kurt Haney too. I miss them both yeah. because they were I, I Mr. Perfect was great. I and I and he yeah. was he was good at AWA too as as being himself, Kurt Haney. But yes, um but yes, them two together. Um I would love that they yeah, I, they were great. I miss them both. It, it reminds me of a, a good time in my life watching wrestling. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, he, it's an era by gone. Like, yeah. you don't see dudes like this that can talk on the mic, that can wrestle, that can do the psych, ring psychology, like all that stuff that, you know, you don't see in modern wrestling. He had all of that. Right. You know, it's, Probably the only reason he doesn't become world champion is because of his substance abuse issues, because he had everything else, right. you know, and he, he was able to do everything that Vince would have want to make him the world champion, except the substance abuse. He was not, you know, not 100 percent reliable. You don't think that you could, you know, make money on him in that regard. Right. Um, but everything else he could do, you know, and, you know, like I said, uh, that that was a tough one. You know, that that one that one was tough. Uh, definitely. Uh, one of my favorite wrestlers to go back and watch definitely uh, on the Eric Bischoff podcast, you know, they've been walking through, you know, like the 25th anniversary of the, of the NWO. So I've been going back on Peacock and watching those nitros and, you know, kind of peeking in on the pay-per-views. I mean, he is by far the star. He is the worker there, obviously between the outsiders there. Cause Kevin Nash, you know, can't really work cause he's too freaking huge. Right. You know, everything really revolved around razor, you know, be a boot stomp and that's pretty much his move. Or foot yeah, to exactly. face. Power, boost stop power bomb. Right. That's you which know? was cool, but and, yeah, he had too much else. Yeah. But if but you if you wanted a real wrestling match, you know, you had to get Hall in there. Um, right. And like and, I said, you know, it who knows what happened, you know. I mean, who knows? I'm not gonna be speculating medically or whatever, but you know, sixty three is awful young and uh you know, it, it's you. You would hope that it wasn't just caught up to him eventually. You know, like all of this. You know, all the medical stuff that he had been through, all the you know things that he put his body through. You know, and again, wrestlers don't be living long, man. Like I mean, yeah, they, it, I mean it's just, it but, is what it is. But they, I mean, but it's the the matches are fake. But them dudes, the way they be flying around and throwing their body around, and they, I mean, they do the shit damn near every night. They don't. They don't take too many right. breaks back unless then, they really sure. hurt something. Yeah. 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 Back then, for sure. So. Right. Yeah. But, but he will be missed. I uh, and I do. I watch wrestling now. No. Do yeah. uh, they got? I'm, I'm looking at a list of the top 100 wrestlers, and they got Scott Hall at number 64. Mm. Uh, of, all list, of all time. Of all time. All time. Yeah, wow, I, I mean, again, now we we you know our our history only goes back to you know let's call it seventy seven, seventy eight. But I mean, how is I mean he's a way better wrestler than Kevin Nash, who was ahead of him. So right. whatever, whoever made this list is complete bull. Davy Boys, come on, man, <laughs> that this is ridiculous. I, I, this is this is by this is fucking clickbait. The way we did those X Men things. This is Shane Douglas. Cut that off, man. Just uh, knock it off. <laughs> Who the hell not, is Ken Anderson? Oh, I don't the, know. Not, not the Florida Bengals, so right, I, I have um, no idea. The, the Miz? Miz? <laughs> Get this out of here. Get it out. Get it out of here. Enough. Honky-tonk better than freaking... Come on, man. 
he's in my top 20. I, I don't. Yeah, I would I say. Yeah, again, I, like, I mean, just off the top of my head in terms of just workers, just in terms of like, work, work, you know, comp- taking in mic skills, wrestling, you know, all the things that go in with that. Right. I mean, it's, uh, golly, you know, it's, he's, he's probably in the top 10, let alone mm-hmm. top 20. You know, I mean, again, I ain't going back to, you know, freaking Buddy Rogers and all these other cats, but I mean, he's up there. I can't think of too many people that I'm I would like, put. I'm like, who the hell is ahead Richard? Of him? Who's Richard Blood? That's Richard Ricky Steamboat. Big Blood, yes. <laughs> Big Blood, yes. Yeah. So yeah, all right, yeah. That's something to probably think about and probably put in the text chain, as you could yeah. think, putting together work rate, mic skills, psychology. To see what we can come up with, but anyway, all right. Yeah. So we gave him the ten bell salute at the beginning, uh, and again, you know, it's, there's only a few people here and there that we will take time out of our regularly scheduled programs to RIP um, for wrestlers for sure. Um, he would definitely be one of them. You know, putting it out there ahead of time. You know, Ric Flair will be one of the other ones. Yeah. But beyond that, you know, it's, it's, I mean, it's it's Sting, it's Sting. Yeah, Sting will um, probably make that list. Um, the rest of these mofos are know, dead. Hogan on the bad side of it. Right. Yeah. You know. Out of the top 20, out of the top 20 on this yeah. list, 10 of them are dead. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it's few and far between the wrestlers that we like like so much that we respect so much that we would take, you know, 30 minutes out of our time to record a podcast about them because they passed away. Because unfortunately, wrestlers pass away all the time and we don't break into regularly scheduled programming to talk about them. But this for sure. So R.I.P. Scott Hall, Big Scott Hall, Magnum Scott Hall, Razor Ramon. Outsider, the click. Yeah, outsider, the click. RIP, brother. Uh, You will definitely be missed. You definitely gave hundreds of hours of entertainment for me, for sure. Uh, And it was greatly appreciated, man. Godspeed to you and your family, for sure. Hutch, go ahead and uh, give your RIPs and we'll sign off. Very good. Uh, I miss you. As soon as I get my Nintendo 64 back, I'll uh I'll play you <laughs> and uh we'll take you to the championship again, sir. Yeah, well, you say that actually, uh, Goat Killer, who is our son or my son and producer, one of these other podcasts, he wants to buy WWE twenty two. He ain't never been in the wrestling games, but for mm-hmm. some reason, not from Scott Hall passing away, but he just saw it on there for the PlayStation, you know, and he's like, I think I want to get that. I'm like, oh, well, I think I, I can make that happen. Um, so, uh, might get there, might be my character to, uh, play, I don't play video games anymore, but I might, uh, kick it old school and, you know, do that. Uh, we get that game. So yeah. RIP, Mr. Hall, uh, Godspeed, man. Peace. Peace.